This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. You're listening to The Church Boys Freefall Q&A. It's Billy Hollowell here with The Church Boys. I'm here with Chris Field, and we have uh, Victoria Hurst on the show today. You may know her and her family name. She's the granddaughter of William Randolph Hurst, and she has been in the headlines uh, really for, for a while now, but in particular the last week uh, for this campaign against Cosmopolitan Magazine. How you doing today, Victoria? Oh, I'm doing fine, thank you. Well, listen, we really appreciate you coming on the show, and there's so many questions I have for you. Um, I'm just going to throw the first question out to you about what what is your issue? If somebody were to ask you, what is your issue with Cosmo Magazine, how would you respond to them? My issue is the sexually graphic content that yeah. comes under the definition of pornography. And the magazine is not labeled. There's no warning on it. There's nothing that says adult material or warning uh, sexual content. So any kid right now who can see and has money can buy this magazine and see the, the graphic drawings of couples, naked men and women having sex and read the sexual content. So can I... Uh, and know- that's... Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, Cosmo's been doing that for a long time. Is there something specific that pushed you over the edge on it? Um, yeah, <laughs> frankly. Um, uh, about 15 years ago, uh, you know, we all, as family members, we all get all of our magazines. Hearst publishes 21 magazine, magazines. Um, we all get copies of them in the mail. And about 15 years ago, um, also, I'm a born-again Christian. I got saved in December of 1995. And uh, I got this copy of Cosmo, and there's this model on the cover. She's completely naked except for a strategically placed boa constrictor. And I saw that, and I was just shocked. And the Lord said to me, you need to do something about this. Contact the company. So I did. And I contacted two female psychologists, one a Christian, one a non-Christian, sent them articles, long story short. They wrote two professional opinions, both of them agreeing that the magazine, what they told women to do at that time, which was nowhere near as bad as it is now, go out, pick up strange men, uh, have sex here, have sex there, behave this way. And they both wrote professional opinions saying, this is unhealthy. I would never tell my client to act this way. I wrote a letter to each of the board members of the company, giving them my moral and spiritual argument against what we were doing and that they need to, um, you know, label the magazine adult only. And I never heard anything back from the corporation at all, period. So God said to me, you've done it. You were the messenger. Now leave it alone. And I did. And then about two or three years ago, um, there was a woman named Nicole who, uh, a young woman who had started an anti-Cosmo campaign. I heard about it on the radio on a Christian station. And I thought, oh, Lord, you know, you're bringing this up again to me. So I contacted her and, uh, and then got involved with her for a bit. And then she had a child and dropped out, and she let me go ahead with her campaign. I got in touch with the National Center on Sexual Exploitation last year, and we, we uh, renamed the, uh, the campaign instead of the anti-Cosmo campaign. We, we renamed it the Cosmo Harms Minders campaign. And we've been doing what I'm doing with you guys. We've been giving interviews. We've been contacting politicians. We've been contacting uh, attorney generals and just um, trying to go around the country saying, 
this magazine, this is really, guys, this is a duh campaign. Right. Okay? You don't sell Playboys to, you know, to minors because it's got naked women in it. You don't sell Penthouse to minors because it's got graphic sex and naked women. You know, it's, it's, Cosmopolitan has decided to be a sex magazine. Yeah. So amid all the makeup and fashion and hair and celebrities, they also have, and I don't know if you gentlemen have looked at it, I hope that you have, uh, they've got graphic, they have a section in the magazine called Love and Lust, hmm. okay? They've got a sex Q&A section where women write in very graphic sexual questions, get very graphic sexual answers. They advertise sex toys. Um, I could read you. I have the, the latest August magazine in front of me. I could read to you some of the questions and answers, but I doubt seriously that you would be able to air the content. <laughs> well, you know, it's um, so great. Oh, I'm serious. You, you want to give it a you want to give it a shot? Go you ahead. know what? If, if we you need, know what? Go for it. If, if we need to bleep something, we can always bleep it in post. So that's fine. Go go for it. Okay, absolutely. bleep it. Okay, here's here's a good question. Um, in the sex Q and A, when I climax from sex, my orgasms feel really strong, but when I orgasm from <laughs> with the clitoral vibe, they feel really light, like a fluttering butterfly. Why is that? And then she gets this wonderful answer from this. Professor Beverly Whipple, and you know they give you all these things, and then clitoral love stimulates only one nerve, the pudendal. Okay, gee, we're getting scientific terms, isn't that nice? nice. Luckily, <laughs> you don't have to pick a favorite orgasm; you can collect them all. Woohoo! Thank you so much for sharing. Here's another one. I've heard there's a new sexual device that uses suction on your clitoris to help turn you on before you have sex. Is it legit? Well, and they go, yeah, sure. And then they name the, desi- the, the device, tell you how much. It's 199 bucks. so this is a pretty pricey thing here. Right. Um, I don't know if that's, that's discriminating against women who don't have that much money. <laughs> but anyway, it's called, uh, it's 199 bucks, and then they give you the website where you can go get it. Oh, um, and, and then this they is talk right about next to People clitoral. Magazine, though. I mean, this is right. Yeah, and then they, yeah, then they expertise the, text, the sex toy. They have their sex toy of the month. Right. And they actually show you a picture of it. What's the best sex toy? Uh, a bullet vibe that hides in a loofah. It's that little spongy thing you use in the shower. Yeah. And then they tell you what it is, and they give you the price and where you can get it. And just pop the mini vibe out to get your, your H2O, meaning water, of course, because you're in the shower, orgasm. Ugh. Or along with a partner. I mean, that's just... Then they also have an article about how to do hand- so, wow. you know, I mean, so this is, this is not me being hysterical. <laughs> They've had articles where um, they, they do drawings of men and women in sexual positions, uh, which, by the way, is all against the law. They tell people to try having sex in public, which is against the law. Right. And a couple of months ago, there was an article about a couple that got arrested on the beach having sex. Well, guess what? Then you get to be labeled a sex offender. Oh, right. that's nice. Yeah. And kids can buy this magazine. There's no warning on this magazine about what's in it. So in your fight that you've had, uh, not with just with Cosmo, but in, the, in this movement that you're a part of, uh, what have been the fruits of your labors? Have you, have you had some successes you can share with us? Um, we've been bringing it attention to people's attention. It's, it's amazing. You know, um, but our, our greatest victory right now has been that um, the uh, uh, Food Lion and Rite Aid uh, have uh, decided to put Cosmo behind blinders. So, okay. you know, again, the covers of this magazine, again, if you've seen them, the covers always have sex, and sometimes they will actually have orgasm on the cover. 
And it's always great sex moves, do this, do that, or how to get your best orgasm. They had Nicki Minaj uh, uh, at an edition or two ago, and they quote her saying, I demand an orgasm every time, which I think would scare any guy off, frankly, with a chick that aggressive. <laughs> but, you know, hey, uh, you know, it's like, look, again, Cosmo, these women are obviously obsessed with sex. This is their whole thing. Sex anywhere, anytime. They tell you to go pick up strange men. Yeah. They tell you to have sex in public. They tell you the group sex is great and wife swapping. And then they call that being their words, their slogan, being a fun, fearless female. Mm. Well, I don't know what's fun about picking up strange men and risking your physical security. I don't know what's fearless about running out and wondering if you're going to get, you know, a sexual disease. Right. Um, not to mention the fact of how it affects you emotionally, psychologically, spiritually. Yeah. Can never do they you, talk about normal relationships or, or marriages. It's never your husband. It's always your partner. Well, you know, and I know, too, one of the reasons I think that this gets so your campaign has gotten so much attention. And the thing that has shocked people the most is your last name and who you are. Um, and, and being that the Hearst Corp was started by your grandfather and that this is a magazine that's published by that company. I don't. I don't want to ask prying family questions or anything like that. I don't know how much you would want it, but I have to ask you, you know, how has your family reacted to your activism, um, considering, again, the connection that you have to the company and, and your family name? Oh, you know, there's there are a couple who support it and then others who just don't seem to think that there's it's any big deal. Um, and, you know, again, it's not my job to run around to every first family member and say, what do you think about what I'm doing? Because there's too many of us and I don't have that kind of time. Um, that's not my job. My job is God has given me this assignment to label this magazine adult material and get this pornographic content out of the hands of children. Um, like I've said over and over and over again from the start of this campaign, I'm not mad at anybody. This is not Family Feud. This is not Mommy Dearest. I do not have a book. I ain't selling nothing. I am getting Zippo out of this. It's costing me time. It's costing me money. And the Hearst Corporation, apparently the board of directors, don't care hmm. because so, they won't respond. They won't do anything. When the press contacts them, all they do, and when you contact them, let me tell you the answer you're going to get, okay? You're right. going to get a stock reply that says, Cosmopolitan is the most wonderful mag women's magazine in the world. <laughs> oh. Victoria, you still there? Hey, Victoria. Yes. I lost you there for a second. Your phone dropped out. Oh, for a I'm, second. I'm sorry. Oh, can, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, go back to the, the stock the stock reply that you'll get. The okay. Cosmo's the All best right. magazine. This is, if, yeah, if you guys contact uh, Cosmopolitan Magazine and the Hearst Corporation about this, this is the answer you're going to get. And this is the answer that they have given everyone who has contacted them after talking to me. Cosmopolitan is the most wonderful and best-selling women's magazine in the world, and we're in all these countries, and we are the experts, and we give women advice in the fields of relationships, meaning sex, and all this other stuff, and we're really proud of all the things that we've accomplished. Mm -hmm. They will not, it's like me asking you, Billy, did you kill your wife? And you say, you know, I'm really a pillar of the community, 
and I've done all these great things for children. Yeah, Billy, that's nice, but did you kill your wife? I'm a pillar of the community, right. and I, you know, they won't answer the question. Right. This is standard Hearst Corporation MO. Yeah. Either ignore it and hope it goes away, or give this same answer over and over again and hoping that the media will leave them alone. Um, it's cowardly, it's irresponsible, it is their product. And you know what? Anybody who has a product, that is inappropriate for children has to label it. Yes. Toys are age rated. Right. Video games are age rated for content. Movies are age rated for content. Yeah. You so, can't sell Playboy and Penthouse and, and Hustler to children, but here is Hearst with this magazine that has this graphic sexual content in it, and they won't label it. Right. So, like, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question about about Cosmo. Um, I, I, I'm curious, and, and when I say, I'm about to say, they're, they, how do they get away with this? And I mean it in two different areas. One, your grandfather was a newsman. So how do they, get, how do they go from being the Hearst Corporation, being a news company, to the Cosmo thing? And the other is, how does Cosmo get away with it, uh, I guess, legally? I don't know. Like Penthouse and Playboy, you have to be a certain age to buy it. What is Cosmo's yeah. trick? Is it like, if they have a nip slip, is it then Penthouse qualifies okay. Playboy? Here's, here's the trick. Um, let me give you a really fast history of Cosmopolitan magazine. It was first published in the late 1800s as a, a family women's magazine. My grandfather bought it around early 19, 1904, 1906, somewhere around there. It remained a family magazine, a women's magazine, a social magazine, a literary magazine up until 1965. The magazine was going downhill. The circulation was dropping off. The company didn't want to close it down. That was the period during which feminism and Helen Gurley Brown came to the fore. So what the company did was they hired Helen Gurley Brown to be editor-in-chief. And basically what she said to them was, I will be editor-in-chief of your magazine if you will let me make it over in my image and likeness. Hmm. She had written Sex and the Single Girl about how she had apparently uh, used sex to get to the top. That's the first issue that she put out, had the first male nude centerfold, if you remember, with Burt Reynolds. And then they did that for a couple of months, and then they knocked it off, and it became more and more and more and more sexually graphic until it is what it is today. Hmm. It was not that way until they hired Helen. Okay. It has flown under the radar, therefore. Uh, everybody thinks it's just fashion and makeup and that the graphic sexual ti article titles on the cover, even though they're using words that are, um, that are graphic, uh, that it's not really that bad inside. Every single state has obscenity and material harmful to minors laws. One of the things I'm doing is in going around and trying to meet with politicians and AGs and sheriffs is saying to them, look, in each state, here is your law. I've been to Tennessee and Florida, and I'm working on the other ones. Here's your law. Let me read you really quickly one of the state laws. This is uh, Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee statute, material harmful to minors. Tennessee statute. It is unlawful for a person to display for sale or rental a visual depiction including a video cassette tape or film, video game, computer, software game, or written representation, Cosmo, written representation, including a book, magazine, or pamphlet that contains material harmful to minors anywhere minors are lawfully admitted. Mm -hmm. It's a Class C misdemeanor for each day the person is in violation. Florida law says retail display of materials harmful to minors is prohibited. That includes any book or magazine uh, that depicts material which is harmful to minors. Uh, it says, such items shall, however, be displayed behind an opaque wrapper which conceals the book. It also is unlawful 
for, for that uh, stores to place this magazine uh, within the convenient reach of minors who frequent the establishment, uh, et cetera. Anything that's harmful to minors is anything including written descriptions of sexual activity, which Cosmo has, and visual depictions, which it has, drawings of people having sex. Right. That sex Q&A is illegal language for kids to see. The sex toy and the graphic description of what it does is illegal for minors to sell to minors. The article is illegal. The group sex, the public sex, the drawings. So that's the problem is I, I have to bring to people's attention. This is the content of the magazine. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to censor it. I'm not trying to put it out of business. All I'm saying to Hearst is you want to print this crap. I can't stop you. I have have no power. I don't work for the company. I'm not on the board. I have a Christian ministry in Colorado. Right. Okay? One, of the one of the things that you, I know one of the things that you had wanted to do with this was to restrict the, have an age restriction be placed on the magazine. Yeah. I, I don't think Rite Aid did that, right? So they're putting it behind blinders, no. but that hasn't quite happened yet. It's a start. Yet. Right. Yeah, it's what we call a good start. Rite Aid is clearly not aware of the material harmful to minors laws, and that's the next thing is it's not just me saying this is inappropriate. It's a lot of people saying it's inappropriate. Um, but now it's also against the law. They can put it behind blinders, but they cannot legally sell it to minors. They don't know yet that. they don't. These retailers don't know it. And that's what I have to bring to their attention, is you are actually violating the law. Let me ask you, you a question. If, somebody, if a parent sued, let's say, I mean, hypothetically, and... and over mm -hmm. this and said you sold this just like if a pack of cigarettes or something right that are yeah. sold to somebody underage you know could I, i'm curious could somebody win a lawsuit like that um again i'm not a lawyer but normally if you're going to sue somebody you have to prove that there's been some sort of damage done uh if hypothetical okay maybe if they're underage teen or adolescent uh, bought the magazine. And also, Cosmos says they dare you to do things. Go try this. Go try that. Go have sex in public. Um, you know, do this, do that. So if their child read the magazine, did something it said or imitated something in it that they would not otherwise have done, then I would imagine that, yes, then the, the parent could turn around and say, but for your magazine, my child would not have done this. You know, it's interesting. The National Center on Sexual Exploitation that I'm partnering with um, did a survey, a national survey, early this year. And very briefly, uh, they did a survey about Cosmo. 67% of the respondents said the magazine cover is not appropriate for all ages. 55% of shoppers think Cosmo should be removed from the view of children. 47% agree it should not be sold to minors. And 65% of Cosmo, Cosmo's own target audience which Cosmo says is 18 to 34, think the magazine is inappropriate for viewers of all ages. Um, so, you know, it's not just crazy me. And I've got the laws to back me up. So in addition to pressing the Hearst Corporation to please take responsibility for what you print and sell, label it adult material so the kids can't buy it. If they say that, that their readers are 18 to 34, they shouldn't have any concern about that. In my opinion, in my opinion, the Hearst Corporation Board of Executives or Board of Directors do not want to label the magazine adult material because they don't want to be called pornographers. 
Yeah, and I mean, and that's think, their problem. If you put this stuff in your magazine, if you put pornography in your magazine, you know, then don't be surprised if somebody calls you a pornographer. But right. at least label the thing so the kids can't pick it up and being be exposed to it. It's just called being a responsible adult. Now, I've seen some critiques, and I wanted to get your responses because I have I've seen how you've responded to this in the past. But you know, where people will say to you, "Well, you know, look, you've profited off of the company that makes this, and that, and how could you do that and and have this stance?" And they've tried to say that you're a hypocrite. How do you respond to that sort of critique? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> First of all, Proverbs from the Bible says, "A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous." My great-grandfather, George, was a poor farm boy from Missouri who went west during the gold rush and made his fortune. He left that as an inheritance to his only child, William. William formed the Hearst Corporation, the media empire, and he and his will left his money as an inheritance to his children and his children's children. I have every right to use my inheritance to fight the Hearst Corporation over this magazine. That is not being a hypocrite. That is leaving, using the righteous inheritance that God gave me to fight an evil. And if somebody wants to call that being a hypocrite, well, they are just plain wrong. Right. It'd be, yeah, I mean, it, it would seems be, to me the polar opposite. Of, I mean, what, it would be if, if you were staying silent. I mean, and I still don't think that that's necessarily hypocritical. That, that would be a different story. But you're trying to do something good. But I, when, So when I see those critiques, I sort of laugh at them. But I wanted to get your reaction, and I appreciate you look, sharing it. People, there, there's envy and jealousy involved. Look, if, if my family's company was Playboy, uh, that's, that's another thing. But the point is, what Horst is do, doing is unethical. It's not illegal. But like I say, this is my righteous inheritance, and I use it for my ministry. I use it to help people. I use it to give to nonprofits. I use it to help Israel, and I am using it to fight against this magazine. Good for you, Chris. Do you have anything else to I, I, to ask? I, no, I'm I I really like this lady. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do too. I, 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 I appreciate your fire and your passion and the and your willingness to stand up in the face of of things that most people won't stand up to, especially a, a large company that's, you know, got a, a history that you're a part of, your your family's a part of. Yeah, that's the complication. Like said, that's not, the extra yeah. element that I think makes the story so much more interesting is that you have all these other layers that I think a lot of people don't have when they're doing what you're doing. Yeah, and you know, it's, if the Hearst Corporation would just be responsible, I wouldn't have to waste my time doing this. Right. But as long as they're going to hold out and, and not do the right thing, then I have to keep doing this. Um, I'm not mad at anybody. I'm not mad at, at, the, at the board of directors and the president of the company, et cetera. I'm, I'm angry that they won't do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's horrible. I think it's a shame. I don't understand it. Reporters have asked me, why do you think the company won't label the magazine? They don't care. It's yeah. the only thing I can think of. Is it's our number one best-selling magazine. What a surprise. Right. And they're making money off it, and they just, evidently, they don't care. But you know what? You guys need to go and press them. Yeah. And the media's got to stop taking their stock. Cosmopolitan's wonderful, and we're real proud of it, and we're fabulous. Translation, leave us alone, go drop dead. Yeah. No, I, I agree. In fact, you I know, say, They say... need to be pressed on that issue and not, not just take that blow off answer yeah well and i'd say that hearst is is it's it's maybe even the opposite of don't care it's that 
it will hurt their bottom line if they label it. I mean, that's what the, that's what they fear, don't they? Well, I'll quote Jesus on that one. What does it forfeit? Uh, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world if he forfeits his soul? Oh, I agree. I agree. I just I, I, I think it's it's they I, I think that they're like a like a drug addict knows that I gotta hook kids. I think they understand they gotta hook kids, they gotta hook young people. And so if they if they label it that their future clientele is in jeopardy. Well, you know, again, Cosmo is always if you look at the covers of Cosmo magazine, it's always celebrities, it's always young celebrities, yep. um, you know, women that uh, that teens, you know, clearly are fans of um, and of course you slap sex and orgasm on the cover. That's a heck of a come on, right? You know, to buy the thing. Yep. And then it sits in the, in the, uh, impulse item rack at the cashier's, right. uh, you know, checkout line yep. right in front of Walmart. It's uncovered. It sits when I go to Walmart in my area, yeah. that magazine is right down grade school, toddler kid eye level I with know. sex and orgasm staring him in the face. Yeah. It's, it's, uh. Well, and it's, you try to think of something, most of these places wouldn't put, you know, the gospel of John, (laughs) you know, right there in the the aisles, but they'll definitely put Cosmo and all the other garbage that's out there. You know what? Again, the stores are ignorant. They don't know what's in the magazine. Yeah. And they don't care. They buy it from the Hearst Corporation. I'm sure Hearst pays good money to have it uh, placed at the checkout stand. And, you know, they're, they're merchants. They're merchants doing business. That's right. They don't know. It was brought, National Center on Sexual Exploitation, brought this magazine to the attention of, of Rite Aid and the Food Lion Hanover uh, uh, chain. And uh, they said, okay, we'll put it, you know, we'll put it in binders. Now, I'm surprised um, Walmart so hasn't. Start. I'm surprised Walmart, Walmart hasn't. Walmart allegedly said that it is their policy to put it behind blinders. Well, every Walmart I've been into, it ain't behind blinders. So, you know, we'll have to bring that to their attention and, uh, you know, have them correct that. I've, no, I can say that um, I've, seen, the, I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen Cosmo behind blinders on a case-to-case basis. I think it depends on, maybe depends on the cover. Yeah. I don't know, like, at Albertsons or Safeway no, and, no, and at all, Walmart. It, no, it depends on the store. But you know what? Every store I've been into that sold Cosmo, including, including Walgreens, it's right out there in front for everybody uh, to see. Yeah, I've never seen it behind. I've uh, actually never seen it behind yeah, blinders. It, I'm sure a few stores here or there do. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the listen, problem is the stores who buy it are ignorant of the content. And it's my job and the National Center on Sexual Exploitation's job, thank God for them. Um, they've been a tremendous help. That... Uh, that, you know, we have to bring this to their attention. If people mm-hmm. want more information, they can go to our website, CosmoHarmsMinors.com. Very good. And we will make sure we link out to that. And we really hope you'll come back on the podcast again and, and join us. We appreciate uh, your efforts. Oh, it's my pleasure, honey. Thank you. Hey, thank thank you. you. All right. God bless.